What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the What We Gonna Do podcast. I am your host, AJ. You can find me on Twitter at OfficialWWGD, on Instagram at What We Gonna Do. You can email me, What We Gonna Do at gmail.com if you got any questions, if you got any comments. Today, I'm gonna jump right into it, and I'm pretty much talking about the fact that you can do it. I think a lot of people get this messed up. They see everybody else. They see what's going on. They see a lot of failure. They don't see a lot of opportunity. I always look at the world differently. I believe that you can do it. You can do whatever you put your mind to. If you work hard enough, if you organize with the right people, you can do whatever you want to do. You can't worry about what your family is saying what your friends are saying, what society is saying, because a lot of times they're going to give you bad information. They've been given bad information. I mean, it's natural, especially for people um, of color. You know, in my opinion, that we get a lot of information that's just not good. We don't necessarily see everybody that's going to college We don't look around and see a lot of people that's holding corporate positions. We don't see a lot of people that's that have financial education where they got 401ks, they got IRAs, they got some type of investments. We see a lot of negative images and I'm talking about on TV. We hear it on the radio. We see it, you know, just with our friends. It's a lot of negative energy going on. But what I want to tell you is that you can do it. You really have to look outside of just your environment. I know Tupac said, I believe he said it like this, you know, you 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 can't be an angel when you're living with devils. That is a fact. I believe that. I don't feel like you can pull yourself up when somebody is pulling you down. It's a lot easier for somebody to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. That's just how things work. Even I think when you're on a plane. And they go through all the different procedures and they're talking about the life vest. I believe they tell you to put your life vest on first, then put somebody else's on, you know, because if you don't have yours on, you really can't help anybody else. Something like that. You know what I mean? But they always tell you to make sure you put your mask on if you're on the plane. That way you can breathe, because if you lose oxygen, how you going to help somebody else? Both of y'all going to be in a bad situation. So I get that part. Because you have to be able to take care of yourself. You can't necessarily be just worrying about what everybody else is saying and thinking about what everybody else is saying. I know it's easy because we're in a society that's highly influential, where we're always wondering about how we're looked at, how we're being critiqued. But what I want to say is you don't have to do it like nobody else. You just got to be the best you that you can be. This is something that takes time to learn. A lot of people really don't understand that you just have to worry about being the best you that you can be, whatever that is. And I'm not talking about settling. I'm not talking about being complacent. I'm not talking about just letting yourself go and saying, forget everything. I'm talking about you taking your own life into your hands and setting out on a you know specific course that I'm going to do these things, that I'm going to accomplish these things. I'm tired of hearing the same old stories. Locked up, um, on drugs, all these different baby mamas, 
all these other, you know, uh, alcoholic, whatever the case may be. That is a sad story. There's enough bad news going on in the world. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it on Yahoo. You can find it on CNN. You can find it in all these different places, all the bad stuff going on. But I believe that you have to look at the good stories because good stories do exist. Now, good stories are not as sensationalized. They're not as popular. They don't get the same type of ratings. But good stories are happening every day. People are achieving their dreams every day. People are reaching heights that they never thought they could believe. Even Jay-Z talks about bursting through that glass ceiling on Magna Carta, Holy Grail. You know what I'm saying? Like that all of these different people will put something over you. Uh, you can only do this. Man, I don't know if that's going to work. We'll see how it goes, whatever the case may be. I believe that true geniuses are always crazy. I think when somebody comes up with an idea, people are always not necessarily going to be on your side. People are always going to look at something differently than you look at it. But you have to realize that this is my thing. This is what I believe in. Nobody else is going to believe in something that you came up with more than you. I don't care if it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your cousin, your auntie, whoever it is. If it's something that you came up with, nobody else is really going to love it and put as much into it as you are. If everybody wants to look at you like you're crazy, you just have to prove them wrong. Now, that doesn't say it doesn't come with mistakes. We all know that everything doesn't work out. Not every idea is a good idea, but I do believe that you can do it. And I think it's a mantra that you have to keep saying to yourself. And not looking at it like, all right, man, I know people that were smarter than me. I know people that did this. I know people that did that. People look at me like that. I don't really consider myself to be an exception. Everybody around me considers me to be an exception. They consider me to be an anomaly. But I look at it like this. We came from the same environment. We was raised in similar households. We got the same education. That means to me that you are afforded the same opportunities that I have. All that comes down to is choice, whether you actually believe you can do it or you don't actually believe you can do it. There's nothing really environmentally different. Our moms were similar. Our dads were similar. You know, whatever the case may be, like we all come out of this. I know everybody look up to me and like, oh, man, yeah, you married. You got a kid. You got a good job. And I had to bust my ass. I didn't even go through this. The entirely right way. I really had to bust my ass and work, 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 build up my experience, pay attention in class, put in those applications, put in that time, do research online, do some more stuff on the side. Like, you know, just kind of making sure that I had those fundamental skills. I didn't necessarily just rest on what I was naturally gifted with. I used those things. And we see it all the time. And you got older people that's going back to school, getting their degrees. You got people who are disabled, accomplishing great things. So you can't necessarily look at your situation and feel like you're the only one and you can't do it. And I'm going to be just like my mom. I'm going to be just like my dad. I'm going to be just like everybody else in the hood. That is not a determination. All of those things does not mean you're going to turn out like them. Now, there is a chance and there is a percentage that, yes, you may end up 
just like them doing the same thing. You 30 years old, you 40 years old, you still walking around the hood, you still selling nickel bags. I mean, that shit's stupid. A lot of the stuff that we look up to and we glorify as kids, when we get older, we be like, what the, f like, really? This what you doing? People being outside all day and all night. And I got love for them. I got love for the hood, but the hood ain't never going to love you like you love it. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z said on 444, just talking about owning them. You, you mad over a neighborhood you don't even own. You know what I mean? You don't own no property in this neighborhood. You don't you don't have nothing that has your name on it. You just living somewhere. You just paying rent. You just a customer just making somebody else rich. But you feel like, oh, this is my hood. I run the block. I run this. And you got these old heads that's putting it into your head this way. They may either put it into your head or you may just see them doing it because they're already on a certain path. Sometimes the old heads will tell you, stay in school, do this and do that. But it's easier said than done. When you see them living a certain type of lifestyle, when you see different things that they have that you don't have, you look up to that. Again, you're not looking up to necessarily a, a Michael Jordan or LeBron or whoever these other athletes are. You are literally just looking up to those individuals that are around you. So regardless of what they saying, this is what they showing you. And when it comes to getting money and having something in your pocket and being able to show off on, a, you know, on a female and being able to stunt, being able to get a car, being able to have your own stuff. Everybody want to do that. But most people want that shortcut. Most people want that fast money. Fast money ain't always good money. So getting back to the point of you can do it the right way. You don't have to do it like everybody else did it. You ain't got a brown nose. You ain't got to do nothing illegal. You ain't got to shoot nobody. You ain't got to rob nobody. You ain't got to do what everybody else does to get to where everybody else is. I think you should learn. I think you should watch. I think you should pay attention. You should look at people who are really doing it. When Jay-Z talked about that money phone, I heard that so many different ways. It made perfect sense to me. I ain't never been one of them guys anyway, but it made perfect sense to me. Like, we don't call that money over here. You know what I mean? Like, what we looking at is way bigger than that. Now, again, when you're younger, and I understand how everybody felt like the younger dudes, like, oh, what you talking about? You was just like this with the Cristal, and when y'all was popping back, you know, back in the day, y'all had these different cars, woo, woo, woo. But now everything is on social media. This is how people get caught up. This is how people owe the IRS. This is how the police find out where your stash house is because you're putting too much information on the Internet. It's cool that you got all this money, but I hope you're taking care of your stuff. I think Ludacris said he made sure the IRS was paid over 10 times. Like, he didn't play with none of that. Yes, he was making money. Yes, he was saving stuff for his daughter, but he made sure... He took care of his responsibilities. You see the different situations like everybody from G-Unit kind of went through. Young Buck, you know what I'm saying, with 50 Cent, when it came to a point where it was like, dude, I done made all y'all millionaires. What happened to y'all money? Y'all calling me, y'all doing this, then the third. And I know that wasn't necessarily the right thing to do, but, you know, 50 a character, and Young Buck was a grown man. But when you signed up in these situations... And you just getting cash and you're not necessarily looking at the books. You're not necessarily taking care of your finances. You just living that life. That ain't necessarily the best way to live. So I just want to go back and say I'm trying to be an example to say you can do it. Now, am I perfect? Have I gotten to the highest of highs? Have I achieved everything that I'm trying to achieve? No, 
but I'm working on it and I did it a different way. I remember being back in high school playing football and different individuals were trying to get scholarships to college, you know, a football scholarship. Now, a lot of times you had to be cool with the coach. You had to be cool with the coach, not your work, because that's kind of what we're taught. We're taught to work hard and that if we work hard, then everything is going to work out. That's not necessarily always the case. A lot of times they want you to smooth, you know, smooth, be around the coaches, do this, that, and the third, and then you get different recommendations. And then when the scouts come, they're talking about your name. And then when the newspaper comes, they're putting your name in the newspaper, whatever the case may be. Now, you can bust your ass. You can do everything that you need to do. You can listen. You can do this, that, and the third, and you can still get the short end of the stick. But I believe that work is going to outlast everything. Work is going to be talent every day of the week. Somebody may be more talented than you. Somebody may be smarter than you, but you can outwork them. You can do something that they can't do. A lot of people rest. A lot of people get lazy. Like you ever seen people who you know are so talented and you wonder why they are where they are today? Why they still doing the same stuff? Why you just seen them working at the McDonald's? And it's like, bro, we in our 30s. How you working at the McDonald's, man? You had so much potential, but. Everybody not willing to work. You got to learn that you got to work and you got to work damn hard. That's the most important thing. Like you got to work damn hard. Ain't nobody else going to give that to you, but it can pay off. But I think you got to be smart about it. Work smart, not hard. I'm always about working smarter. I don't think you should just work hard, work hard, keep your head down, keep your head down. Somebody going to look out. Somebody going to pay attention. Somebody going to see what you're doing. No, no, you have to be your spokesperson. You have to be your advocate. Again, nobody can tell your story like you can. Nobody can sit here and shine a light on you as bright as you can. Nobody sees exactly what you're doing every day other than you. Nobody. I don't care who's around you. You know these things. So you should be able to articulate these things. You should be able to recollect these things and have an articulate conversation about it. You should be able to talk yourself up. You should be able to promote yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, go out and learn. Find the resources. The Internet is wide open to be able to learn these things. There are so many different books. There are so many different uh, outlets to where you can get this information. One thing, don't want to digress too far. If you would like to support the podcast, feel free to become a patron. I'll have it in the show notes. It's also on my Twitter. Feel free to become a patron kind of read up on why I actually started this podcast and what I'm actually planning on doing with this podcast. Also, if you're a podcast and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you can use my code, what we gonna do one word on podbean.com and get a free 30 days of unlimited hosting on podbean. As well as that, I will have that link in the show notes. If you're looking at moving from your current host to a new host, just want a different experience, use that code. Get your free 30 days. Check it out. Like it. Don't like it. That's up to you. But 
It's unlimited hosting. There's not a, oh, you can only record up to so many kilobytes. Uh, you can only record up to so many megabytes. Oh, you can only record for 30 minutes on this. Uh, you know, you only got this many hours. No, a free 30 days of unlimited hosting. So, again, you can feed that to wherever, you know, whatever feeder you want to feed it to. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. But, again, it's a free 30 days of unlimited hosting. So, back to the story, talking about the fact that you can do it. Regardless of all these other things that's going on outside of this, you can do it. I want folks to believe through hard work, faith, and perseverance they can make it. And not just make it, they can sustain it. So, sometimes you get to a certain point because that's also another drop-off is that sometimes we get more than what we thought. Or get more than what we we ask for. You know, we, we put a little bit more on ourselves than, than we can bear sometimes. So you may get to a certain point and you like, man, now I got to work. Now I got to work. Now everything is really starting. Like, oh, I want a girlfriend. And then you get a girlfriend and be like, damn, she giving me a headache, man. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that. You wanted that. You have to definitely be able to handle responsibility and, you know, prepare yourself. You can only prepare yourself so much, but it's like, oh, I want a kid. But you got to be thinking about how can I take care of this child? How can I really show this child? How can I mold this child? How can I help our relationship? Because just having a kid, it's not a cure. It doesn't fix everything. You still have to work on your relationship. You still have to be a father, you still have to be a family member, you know, deal with, you know, the in-laws, your mother, whatever the case may be. But again, you asked for this, you worked hard to get it. Now you got it. Same thing with the job. You bust your butt to get to whatever position or whatever level it is. And it's like, oh, now the work is overwhelming, but this is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. So it's up to you how you handle that. Now, again, that doesn't say you can't do it. Sometimes I do think we need to pivot. Whatever our strong point is, whatever our initial interest is, it's kind of like college. When you get to college, you have an option to either declare a major or some people find their majors out later. You know, they, they determine those majors later. I think the younger you are, the more chances you take. Don't wait until you get older. While you're young. Do what you want to do. I don't even think you should worry about making money. And I know that sounds crazy because everybody is worried about making money. But believe me, I can tell you firsthand that that money is going to come. If you do what you need to do and go ahead and get that shit out the way, the money is going to come. There's going to be plenty of work after college. Don't think that you just have to jump into working full time because believe me. If you don't make the right decisions, you ain't going to have no choice. When you get out of high school, you at least come out of high school with a choice of what you want to do, what you don't want to do. Now, when you get to that point uh, where you're out of college, it ain't really no choice no more. Now it's time to put, you know, the, the wheels on the road and get to going. You got bills. You got responsibilities. So I think you can do it. Buckle down. Pay attention. Go to class. College is not as hard as everybody makes it seem. 
Yes, there are different majors that are a little more difficult than others. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of dumb people that graduate from college. That sounds backwards. But what I mean by that is these may not be the smartest individuals, but they did something that all the other people who were naturally smart didn't do. They sat down and they did their work. They passed the classes. They may have not made an A in everything. They may have not made a B in everything. But they sat down, did what they needed to do, passed those classes. Y'all can have that debate all day whether a college degree is worth it or not. I think it's worth it. But I don't think you can blame the school on your degree not making you money. I think that's a personal thing. I think that's up to you. I believe if you get a degree and you're not making the type of money you want to make, that's on you. Yes, you need experience, but experience without a degree is a difficult road. Experience with a degree makes it a little bit easier. Just having a degree still makes it a little bit easier. Now, I'm not telling you that you have to stay in your state. You have to stay in your city. You have to stay wherever you are. It's really up to you what you do once you've actually made that accomplishment. Like I said, is it easy? No. But nothing in life is easy. Nothing in life is easy, man. Like it, it, it's literally going to be hard. It's a lot easier to say, F it. I ain't going to college. I'm not going to work. I'm going to live off of somebody else. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to rely on somebody else. I'm going to live off of the government. I think that's the easy way out. I don't necessarily think that's going to make you happy at the end of the day. We all know how that turns out. What happens when you get to those 40s and those 50s and those 60s and you ain't got no retirement? Medicare going to be gone. You're not going to be able to rely on Medicare, especially if you're in my age range. So what are you going to do? And especially if you're younger than me, if you're younger than me, the world is at your fingertips. The sky is literally the limit. Now, taking the hard road and having to really hunker down and, and learn certain things, I know it's going to be frustrating. It's going to piss you off, but you have to weather that storm. I know while you're in the storm, it doesn't necessarily look like there's other side to this. Like this makes sense. It's just like, look, I'm in the storm and I got to deal with it. Everybody prepared me for everything. But when you in that storm, it's just you. You got to find out what's the best thing about you. You got to find out what's going to motivate me. What's going to help me get out of this? What's going to help me get through this? What do I look forward to on the other side? Do I want to change what I'm looking forward to on that other side? But just keep walking. All of the older people will tell you. And I think there is something to learn from people who have lived whatever type of life they've lived that have actually crossed that bridge and been out there before you even got there to learn from them, to like really sit down and listen, like what they telling you. A lot of times we think they're not giving us no game. Like we think you're not telling me nothing. I ain't heard before. Like I ain't trying to hit it. Like I'm doing my own thing. And it's like, all right, you're going to learn. You're going to learn. You know, I'm trying to help you, but you want to learn the hard way. Taking the hard road for me, you know, um, it taught me a lot of values to live by um, and to appreciate everything that I have. When I say that it taught me values, it taught me like I can't rely on anybody else. I can ask people for help, 
But I, at the end of the day, I have to rely on myself. Nobody owes me anything but me. Nobody is going to do you as well as you're going to do yourself. I'm sorry. Don't believe that you're just going to find satisfaction and comfort in someone else. Only God can provide that. Only God is someone who will never let you down, who will never turn his back. If you're a God-fearing person, that's what I believe. If you're a God-fearing person. But people will let you down. They'll hurt you. And it's not necessarily that it's intentional. It could be unintentional. It could just be, you know, in their nature, whatever it is. But we're humans. Everybody is humans. Everybody falls short. Nobody's perfect. People are just trying to make the best decisions they can with the information that they have at that specific time. So when you're looking out and you're looking at all of these other people and you get a little bit older and they let you down, they're humans. You're human. You're not going to make the best decision. But I think that the plan ultimately for our parents and our grandparents was we want to do this. We want to deal with this shit so that you guys can be better than us. We want to work for less money. We want to do this. We want to do that. We, we, we worked. We weren't necessarily thinking about moving up. We weren't thinking about being the CEO. We were thinking about paying these bills, taking care of this house, taking care of these kids, making sure you had clothes on your back, making sure you had food in your belly. We should have also been thinking about other things. But guess what? That's on us. That's on us to also be thinking about building an empire, wanting better, wanting. That's the next. That's the that's the best step is like, look, this generation, they weren't able to go to school like we were, you know, because of segregation and just different things that were going on. They weren't able to go to school. They weren't able to get the best education. Now the next generation is able to get a little bit better education. Now the next generation has more tools, has more opportunities. That is how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to break those chains again. People went through what they went through so that we could be alive today. There's somebody praying for you right now that, that has you, their belief in you, their faith in you, their best interest in you. That hopes that you turn out to be something that you turn your life around, that you don't end up dead before you even make 30. They are looking out for you. So. Those values that I got was really just like pride, pride in being me, pride in being able to count on myself, pride in my family, regardless of wherever they came from, that they made me the man that I am today, whether it was intentionally or unintentionally, they contributed to the man that I am today. And like I said, appreciation for everything that I have. Like I said, my folks didn't have the most money. I didn't always get something for Christmas. I didn't always get something for my birthday. But when I got something, I really learned how to appreciate it. I saw people around me taking a lot of things for granted. And I see those individuals today and I just don't even understand. Like, bro, you had a car when you was in ninth grade. You had this when you, you know, you lived in a house all your life. I didn't live in a house all my life. I lived all over. Some people had rooms, you know what I mean? I didn't have necessarily a room all the time. So it's like y'all took all of these things for granted, and I appreciated these things. Now, I could have been pissed. I could have been mad at the world 
that I didn't have what everybody else had. And I had a lot of resentment for a long time. Just the fact that I was generally a good kid. I didn't go to juvie. I never got caught up with this. I didn't have all these drugs on me. I wasn't just super thug gang banging out in the street. Like I tried to be a good kid. I wasn't always a good kid, but I tried. Like I tried to stay away from all of those negative influences because I saw what everybody else was doing. And again, I could see ahead. So even though it might have been cool when we was younger, I already saw that, man, this person's still here. And then when I got older, they still here. Like I go through the hood every now and then and I see my homies and I'm like, bro, what's up? Y'all still trying to rap? Y'all still trying to do this? Like y'all got kids now, man. Y'all got responsibilities, man. Like y'all got to wake up. Y'all can't keep living like this. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit ain't no, ain't no way up from this. Now, if you okay, and you want to settle for this and you comfortable, that's on you. But that's not my life. That's not what it's going to be for me, man. I appreciate what everybody has given me, whether it costs money, whether it, whether it was just a $5 pizza. I was like, thank you. I am going to be appreciative because I know that these individuals don't have the most money in the world. That they can't give me everything that, again, I can't even count on them. But for the fact that they're trying I'm going to be appreciative of what I had and I'm going to use it to my best and I'm going to take care of it. I learned responsibility, you know, because I took care of my things. I wanted to keep them nice. I'm not always going to be able to get shoes. I'm not always going to be able to get clothes. I'm not always going to be able to get another bike. So I want to make sure that I take care of my things so that I have them so that I don't just lose them. I wanted to essentially just build a solid moral compass. So that I went out and made decisions. It was like, look, AJ, you're living your life, but you are a reflection of those around you. You're a reflection of your mother, of your father, of your sister. You're a reflection of your community. You're a reflection of African-Americans. So I held my head high. I looked at and I looked at that and I said, that's black privilege. <laughs> um, you know, that that I'm able to be here. And I'm able to be happy. I'm able to be intelligent. I'm able to work hard. I'm able to walk around these streets and, and get some type of respect. I'm able to be a man. It's a privilege to just be alive because everybody don't make it. Everybody don't get those opportunities. Some people lives are interrupted. They get cut short. So for the fact that you are alive and you black and you come from this community and you got this type of mama and you got this type of daddy, you should take that as a privilege and you should hold it up. You should look at that as a badge of honor, something that makes you feel good, something that makes you stand tall. Again, that gives you those values, that gives you a good moral compass. Like, I know I'm doing something right. I may not be doing everything right, but I know I'm doing something right because I'm not dead. I'm still here and I want to keep being here because I have people that are counting on me. I got family that are counting on me. People are looking up to me to be that example, to to do things that they didn't think they could because they weren't smart enough, because they didn't go to this school, because they didn't have this type of money. And I'm saying all oh, that shit don't matter. At the end of the day, it's up to you. Whatever you want. 
I believe you can go out and get it. I don't care if it's the baddest girl. I don't care if it's Bill Gates. I don't care if it's that that new car. It's up to you. Now, it may take time. You may not get it in the same amount of time that everybody else gets it. But I believe it's going to mean more when you do it and you can say, I worked and grinded and I got this for myself. Nobody handed it to me, which is going to help you in a practical sense, apply that across the board, because you're going to take that skill and you're going to be able to apply it at work. You're going to be able to apply it in the school. You're going to be able to apply it in your relationship that you have some type of tenacity, that you have some type of gumption, that you have a will that carries you forward through your day, that empowers you, that instructs you, that you have that internally and you built it up. Because you have to build those things up. You don't just come out. You know, Most people don't come out and they just feel like they can do it. That's something that you have to build up in yourself. It's like anything else. When we are children, we learn to speak English. You know, if you're born here, if you're natural born, you, 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 whatever, you have that first language. But you have to learn. It's not just an innate ability. I, even if you're talented, even if you have some type of foresight, even if you have some type of mind that just puts it on your spirit that you have this, you have to take time to work on your skills and build that up. A question that I would ask is, do you think you are walking the right path for your life? Do you think you're walking the right path for your life? The best things that are for you doing things that are going to get you to where you want to be. Are you thinking about when you get to retirement? Are you thinking about if you want to have a college fund for your child? Are you thinking about if you want to have a nice house? Guys, are you thinking about, I want to be able to get this type of ring for my girl? Are you walking the right path? Are you making the best decisions that you can? And I don't mean, again, you're not going to always make the right decisions. I don't think there's this big one thing that you have to do that's going to fix everything. I think it's about every step, every moment, you deciding whether you're going to go left or you're going to go right. You know what the chances are. You know what the outcomes could be. You know a lot of times you, you have some type of inclination as far as how is this going to turn out. Is this going to turn out good or bad? If my homeboy called me about riding out on such and such, now I can do it. But how is that going to turn out for me? What is that going to do for me? How much money is that going to make me? What type of grades is that going to get me? Is that going to get me a girl? Is that just going to get me street cred? How far does street cred take me? You know, can, can I put that on an application? Can I go get a loan with that? Can, can that really get me the biggest bag and just help out with my experience? Can, can that get me a house? I don't know. You got to make that decision for yourself. But what I do know is the downsides. If this don't, don't go right, you could be dead. Somebody you know could be dead. You could end up locked up. And I'm just talking about whenever you encounter these things, every day you wake up, you got a choice about what you're going to do. You don't have to go to work every day. You can wake up tomorrow and be like, fuck work. I'm done. I quit. But then reality going to set in. 
I still got to be able to take care of these bills. I still got this car note. I still got to put gas in the car. I still got these lights. I still got to have food. What am I going to do if I make this decision? Now, some decisions are harder than others, especially if you're in a bad position. I understand and I'm an advocate for, you know, uh, domestic violence awareness. You know, I didn't grow up in a house like household like that. And I'm thankful. But just to kind of, you know, deviate, domestic violence is a real issue. And I know that it's hard for a lot of people to get away from these individuals. I know that being on the outside looking in, we can sit here and we can judge and and we can have all of our different feelings. Like, why didn't this person leave? Why didn't this person do this? But if you really take time to research and hear these individual stories, it's not that easy. I know we say that, but it's not that easy. Think about this, man. You in this situation where you with this person. Let's say you move out. Where you going to go? You going to move to another state? Do you got money to move out? Even if you ain't in a domestic violence situation and you dating somebody and you tired of them, you can't necessarily leave. So let's say you are in a situation like that. You think it's any easier? Being in a domestic violence situation does not take away from all of the real life things that you are going to have to deal with. You still have to account for those things. So even though it's hard, you might have to stay in this situation. And I'm not saying You should. What I'm saying is people have to make the best decisions for them at that time. So you have to figure out how you can work yourself out of it, how you can seek help, how you can, you know, basically be alive and and pray, you know, and hope that that something worse doesn't happen until you can get out of this situation. So when I talk about walking that path. We all have choices that we have to make and you can sit here and try to take the easy road, but everybody knows where that leads. I mean, typically that leads to destruction, that that road that's wide open and everything seems too good to be true. That's usually true. That's usually a fact. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. If you see something and it's just like, look, you ain't got to pay this. You ain't got to pay that. You can get this. Boom. You like, oh, man, let me go do that. Remember those uh credit cards back in the day when you were in college? You could get a credit. You could get a free pizza if you signed up for a credit card. Woo. I'm talking about, man, a free pizza. All I got to do is sign up for a credit card. Shit, give me that pizza. I don't care what the interest rate is. I don't care what the uh, the annual fees are. I get this free pizza, man, I ain't even got to use that credit card. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times you get that credit card and then you like, oh, I'm only going to use it here. Oh, I'm only going to use it there. And then it kind of snowballs into something and it's like, damn, now I got all this debt. Like I got this credit card that's damn near maxed out or it's maxed out. I don't know how to pay it off. I still got these other bills and other responsibilities. I'm trying to make these minimum payments and they got you. But when it started out, it seemed all good. Same thing when you're dealing with a man or you're dealing with a woman. You picking your path and you see something that seems too good to be true. You're like, oh, man, this girl, she's sucking. She doing this. She going live. She ride or die. She this or that. And then later on, you get hurt when you find out she's doing that for somebody else. But you thought you had something. You know, you thought you had somebody. Same thing with a guy. 
This guy, oh, he was so sweet. He did this. He did that. He showed me this. But you never really got to see his true colors because, again, he was trying to get that ass. You know, everything that seems a little too good to be true, it probably is. And there are big signs that are telling us, okay, maybe you shouldn't go this way. Hey, stop. Slow down. Think about it. And what do we do? We keep going down that road 100 miles an hour. Instead of turning and kind of going this way and saying, maybe I need some time to myself. Maybe I need to just chill on relationships. Maybe I shouldn't just be smashing all these girls. Maybe I shouldn't be dating these dudes that, that got, ex, you know, got this type of money or, you know, this type of, you know, they got like, I don't know about their background. Like, I don't know if they've been cheating, but now they reformed and whatever the case may be. Like, maybe I should. No, nah, we just keep on speeding. Mm. Keep on speeding down this way. Like, all right, I figured out and then we get hit. You know, that's that's a, that's always a bad thing. We, we be on these train tracks and we can see the train coming. Train is honking. You see the lights and you still walking on it like ah, it may turn out different for me. You know, maybe they'll go left. Maybe they'll go right. Nine times out of ten, they're going to hit your ass head on. And it's too late by the time that happens. So pay attention to the way that you're walking. Pay attention to the decisions that you're making, even if it's with your eating habits, whether you're eating healthy or you're going to the gym. Look at your decisions like take an inventory of what do I do when I wake up? What do I do when I get off work? What do I do that's going to help me have a better tomorrow? What do I do that's going to say I can do it? I can get to this point in life that I'm trying to reach, I can achieve my goals. What is it, you know, that I can do differently? Um, if you are walking on the right path, that should give you strength. That should give you confidence and that should give you conviction to keep walking. So let's say that everybody else is like, you're a fool. You wrong. You this, you that. But in your mind and in your heart, you believe that you're walking on the right path. You're not doing, and again, I'm not saying, you're not doing anything to hurt anybody. You're just living your life. You're trying to take care of things. You may be taking it the slow road. You know what I mean? You got the tortoise and you, you have the hare. You are taking your walk and you're trying to do it the best way as possible. You're doing everything ethical. You're doing everything legal. I know that it may not just blow up into this big thing as soon as you would like. But if you are confident that, hey, I'm making the right decisions that are going to put me in the places that I want to be ultimately, that's the most important thing. It's about the long game. I always say, you know, what's the what Jay-Z say? What's the point of living rich and dying broke? That's crazy. I don't want that. I don't want my best years to be behind me as a man, as a young man, as a, as a 30 year old. Now, I want my best years to be ahead of me. I want to be doing things that are going to set me up to live my best life in the future. I don't want my glory days to be high school or junior high or college. I want my best days to be in the future. I want to be able to spend time with my family. I want to be able to spend time with my daughter. I want to be able to spend time with my with my homeboys. I want to be able to go out and see things with my wife. And I'm making the decisions now 
that are going to put me in that place. I'm able to do some of those things now, but I'm going to be able to do more of those things in the future. I know a lot of times we're, we're not uh, futurists. You know, we're we're I don't want to say realist, but essentially we're just thinking about the now. We're thinking about the now and we're concerned with where we aren't at and where we yeah, where we aren't at and what we're doing now. And we're not thinking five years or 10 years down the line. If you start thinking like that, I guarantee you'll be in a lot better place emotionally and probably physically if you start thinking ahead and not just thinking about how can I make it to the next day? It's like, no, how can I make it to the next hundred thousand? How can I make it to the next million? It may sound crazy, but I do believe that you can manifest those things if you believe it. Everything starts in the mind, in my opinion. Everything that we do, whether you blink, whether you move your hand, whether you speak, it all starts in your head. So if you can get that in your mind and you can get that into your subconscious, you can do amazing and great things. I don't know if you have read this book. If you haven't, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's an amazing book that just helps you to frame your thinking differently. I won't give you everything that's in the book, but it's really helpful to sit there and, and read that book and apply it practically and build up a mantra and build up specific things, tangible things that you want to be able to accomplish, to be able to talk about your business plan and what business that you're going to have, where you see yourself in the future, how much money you want to have, when do you want to achieve these things by. It's a it's a practical lesson on those things, and it takes you through other individuals that he's collected over time, what he learned from them, essentially what he learned about what they applied and the mentality that you have to have to live a certain type of life. Now, again, if you want to take the easy road, you don't have to worry about that. Taking the easy road is not that hard. Taking the easy road, man, you can just sit back and chill. I always say it's easier to make your life hard and it's hard to make your life easy. It's easier to make your life hard and it's hard to make your life easy. It's easy to go out and get in some trouble and be in a bad situation. It's easy to not pay a bill and then your lights get cut off. It's easy to go cheat on your girl and then mess around and lose your girl. It's hard to sit there and work on your relationship. It's hard to sit there and stay out of trouble when you see other people making money. It's hard to pay bills when you would like to have fun and be like everybody else. I know. I get it. I'm not taking that away. I understand. But choose your walk because you can do it at the end of the day. You can do it. Don't think about anything else, man. Deal with things as they come. But you can do it. You can make the best decisions for you. I always say this, you know, I'm not perfect. And again, I may deviate, but I do not defer my walk. You know, again, I'm appreciative that. I had to go through these things because they they did teach me lessons. I'm uh, thankful. You know, I wouldn't trade it for anything else because I look at how some people turned out, you know, where they don't really have those same skills that I have, where they don't really have that mentality, where a lot of people are hopeless. 
because they never had to learn to take care of themselves. They never had to learn to work. They never had to learn to go without. I went without. And when you go without, you find alternatives. You find other things you look forward to. You find other things that inspire you. You make it happen the best way that you can when you have to go without. So I'm just like, thank God I got these lessons when I was younger so that I can apply them now. I wish I would have applied them when I was a little bit younger instead of just living my life day to day, not really thinking about the future. I learned that a lot of people in my age range that are outside of my race, they prepare for these things. When they graduate, they already have this. They already got a house. They already got some land. And it was crazy learning these things. Like I was literally going around to different individuals and asking them questions. And they already got a financial advisor. And I'm like, what? We the same age. How the hell you got a financial advisor? What? You already got this much in your 401k? What? You already got these type of investments? So I'm behind. Now, again, I don't really harp on the fact that I'm behind. When you get new information, use it and apply it. Make better decisions going forward. Again, as you get new information, change your decisions. You don't have to keep making the same decisions that everybody else is making. You don't have to keep walking the same path that everybody else is walking. Like what, what mamas always say, if, if they jump off a bridge, you're going to jump off a bridge too? A lot of people is. And it's like, why? Why? If you already know how this is going to turn out, if you already know the information is not in your best interest, why keep following it blindly instead of stopping and saying, I'm going to do something different? And not only saying it, but going out and actually acting on it. So I appreciate my walk and everything that it taught me. And when I say I look forward to it, I know bad times are going to come. I expect it. That's a part of life. I know that this is not going to be the easiest road. I know that I could be in a better position. If I kissed ass and I sucked up to a lot of people and I was a sucker, you know, I would be in a better position in life. And when I'm talking about brown nose and then all that type of stuff, I don't mean working. I'm talking about people who are less qualified who don't have those same skills, who get to those positions and they fail because they didn't build those necessary skills. I'm talking about, I'm trying to get it the Jay-Z way. It's like, look, you can keep being a worker. You can keep not being a boss. You can keep just listening to somebody else or you can go out and get it for yourself. It's like everybody that you are holding accountable for you, it's like, but you're not holding yourself accountable. You holding everybody else accountable. Like, look, if this work out, I got to rely on this person. If this work out, I got to rely on this person. It's like, what happens when everything falls on you? What happens when everything just falls on you and you got to deal with it yourself? You're not going to be able to handle it. You're probably going to crumble. So you better hope that your mama got some money or your daddy got some money or you shit out of luck. Because you haven't had to start over from the bottom. You haven't had to build up. You've been kind of handed everything and, and then you brown nose and, and you smooth with the right people. And so they help you get jobs that you weren't qualified for. So you made money that you aren't able to maintain. Because, again, I think that everybody uh, call comes. I think that sooner or later, like you're going to be called on your shit. 
I feel like you can only get so far with that type of funny stuff before you get called out on it. Now, me, I got the paperwork. I got that paper trail. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you can't play me. Yes, I made these specific alliances. Yes, I got to know these different people. Yes, I did this, but I also have these same skills. Regardless of these individuals' influences, these individuals are only supporting me because I put my work first. I put my effort first. So they're supporting me. They have my back because of that foundation. They don't have my back because I'm just their friend and I just like them and I just kiss up to them. They have my back because they, they know that I am accountable, that I'm reliable, that this is a guy I can see having greater things. People have always put something on me that you're going to be something great. And I believe it, not just because of them, but I feel it. I feel it. And I know that my time is coming as long as I keep walking my best path. Now, I, you know, again, want to stress that you can do it regardless of what anybody else says, regardless of even what you're saying to yourself. Change your thinking. And I believe that that changes everything that goes on around you. I think that that's important is to get your thinking under control and rework it, remap it to say, I can do it. I can accomplish these things. I won't hold y'all any longer. I hope that you got something out of that message. Feel free again to reach out to me on Twitter at official WWGD. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. What we going to do at what we going to do. Gmail, what we going to do at gmail.com. I appreciate all of the support go on itunes give me a review and subscribe talk to me on twitter i'm friendly i'm nice i don't have no problem talking to anybody man i want to have these conversations i want to do things that are thought-provoking or at least i hope they're thought-provoking i know these are a little long but it's a podcast and i want to talk I want to express my message fully and I want to give you specific information in specific parts that hopefully will relate to your real life, not your online life. Get off of that. We on to some other stuff. Last thing, again, if you want to support the podcast, please become a patron. You can find that information on my Twitter. I will have that information in my show notes. If you are looking at starting a podcast, or you're looking at changing your current host, I have a free 30 days of unlimited hosting on Podbean. All you have to do on Podbean.com is use the code what we going to do, or you can use my link Podbean.com slash forward slash what we going to do, and you'll get a free 30 days of unlimited hosting. All right, y'all, I'm going to sign out. Hope y'all have a great day, great night. Wherever you at, y'all be easy. Peace.